Okay, so Nettleford, how important is Bob Marley to Caribbean history? To Caribbean history? Well, in fact, you're asking a tall order there. <laughs> He's still contemporary enough for us not to make exaggerated claims. And uh, history alone, which means time, will tell. But I do feel that the impact that he has had over the past two decades on very serious questions of identity, of uh, recognition and status in terms of um, the attention we have, we have gotten from the world as a result of the product, product of his creative imagination has, will definitely give him a place in the pantheon of, of history. He is important. In fact, he has um, demonstrated the capacity of Jamaicans and of course extension people of in the Caribbean, um, the capacity to achieve excellence in um, the field of the arts, the creative arts, and this of course is important for any civilization. He is undoubtedly a major fa factor in the quest for self and society, which after all has been going on for the past hundred years. To what do you attribute Bart's uniqueness as an artist? He's an original. He's an original. There are lots of artists, but he definitely is an original and has come up with classic expressions of um, Jamaican stroke Caribbean life rooted in the lived reality of our people. Can't ask more of an artist, artist than, than this. And it's in, in that sense that he has to be. You know, lots of people would want to, to say, but in besides somebody like Jimmy Cliff, he has got a voice. You seem a phenomenon in the sense that he encapsulates lots of the hopes and aspirations of the vast majority of the people and by extension of the people of his generation in the world who are trying to make sense of the, the chaos and the turbulence surrounding them. You know, um, the Berlin Wall, when it was being pulled down, what did they choose to think? Um, what do the young people choose to sing? Get a standard, standard for your right. And then, of course, you have been a tremendous inspiration to the struggle in Africa. This is not really known. I mean, it's not the good accident that, that Mandela, when he came here, you probably will recall when he was uh, uh, receiving his honorary doctorate from the University of the West Indies in his speech, he said, Bob Marley, this is a great achievement. And now another wall has been, been sort of broken down in South Africa. And, you know, Jamaica can give a great deal of credit for its sustained contribution to that from the time of Manly the Elder to people like you, Shara, to Manly the Younger now. But Marley is also there, and, of course, a number of other um, reggae artists. What were the social dynamics which created a Bob Marley? And uh, if these uh, social dynamics were different, would there be a Bob Marley today? Maybe not. Maybe not. But maybe you never, certainly would never Bob Marley of his ilk. It is the, it's the, the, the thing of protest and of hope. Um, it's the hope in despair which has, in fact, um, characterized 
much of what people like ourselves have been about ever since the time of slavery. And remember that Marley was a beneficiary of a long line of um, musical exploration and experimentation, commentary on, um, on a, a society which is lopsided for the vast majority and wasn't really organized for the benefit of the vast majority. Our folk songs reflect pretty much the same thing. And the mentor commented on the society, that the, the, the stuff that people did in the, um, in the Zion revivalism and, and all that sort of thing. And Marley was the beneficiary of that. What he did was take all that, take it to another level that was responsive to the realities of his particular time. But it is a response to our marginalization. It's a response to the threat, the continuing threat of lost dignity, loss of self, loss even of life in a society which was really not um, designed for people like ourselves. And I'm talking about those of us from the KPs. I mean, we have to be very frank about that. That's why he's so important. And by extension, all people who are marginalized in any society and have a sense of being oppressed, being wronged and being deprived. There's a question I've raised, Professor. How do you think Bob Marley saw himself in the world in terms of race and how important was the question of race on the international front? Well, he, he had to see himself as, as black because in any case that's what the world saw him as. And then of course he was poor. Maybe if he had been born, if he had been reared in a strongly middle class um, setting, he would have been a browning. Most other people in Jamaica, um, he would have been affected by all the contradictions of race and racism in a country like this. We pretend that it doesn't exist, but in fact we know better than that. It's a society which has built upon certain assumptions. Assumptions that if you are of African ancestry and pure, pure African ancestry, then you're not likely to be of much worse. That's what we have been fighting against, and thank God we have gone a far way. But I think Marley sided with his mother rather than, his, than with his father. He had no choice. So incidentally did that whole wing of better off um, Brownings and later Collett, and I'm referring to the Edward Jordan, George William Gordon, um, the Manleys and what have you, sided with their mothers rather than with their fathers. History, I don't think there was any question. That choice was necessarily open to Marley because um, I don't think that he had the connections with, with white father, more the connections with black mother and her part of the society, whether it was in St. Anna's Peasant or in the government yard in Trench Town. So it, as far as Marley was concerned, he was black. And how did it affect him internationally? Oh, it did. I mean, I don't know that specifically, but undoubtedly, the source of energy was the thing against oppression, racism, poverty, and all the rest of it. And that, of course, gave him a tremendous force. He was, he was easily acceptable to all of Africa and all black populations all over the world, as well as everybody else. I mean, he certainly was a different kettle of fish um, um, than um, Paul Simon, <laughs> say, you know.
Under the, the mango tree. Right. Well, I can remember <laughs> that sometimes I would under the mango tree, but mostly I can remember that Bob Marley was always in the van. You know, that blue van. Yes. That got hold and was there for quite some time. I can remember that every day Bob Marley into that van with a with a guitar, a pretty guitar that Don't Beat used to lend. All of us used to borrow it, but it was Bob Marley. I would say that guitar was his own because he used to have it most of the times. And we go home with it, you know, come back with it, and then we, I would take it sometime and go home with it, and they would have it, Bibi would have it for my lads. But most of the time it's about it, because he was dedicated in, to, with him guitar playing, you know, a lot. 
Also, Bibi also was dedicated to. But Bob, I know him was dedicated to him guitar. That 100%. Musically speaking, him was a man that was just music him deal with. All of us, right? But to me, that is a Bob. When we guys were growing up, right, we guys would have time for more things like going to dance and all that, you know. I can't remember if I see Bob at a dance, it's late in the night when I come. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, and in, in, uh, most of the time Bob was like over Trenchstone, over by Tata and place there. In Trenchstone, making songs at night, dear night. I saw me check Bob Marley. I'm used to drive my car over there. Most of the time, I look for Seeker. Mm -hmm. I wanted a person who really know Bob again, the Seeker, you know. From the Seeker. True. We used to pray for caution. Because one of the things why Bob never leave that brother, right? Sure, I know. Right? Because the whole of us grew up in the same area. That's a battle line. I'm from Denham Town, I'm from Trenchtown. And the whole of us, the both sides all the while. One of the things why I know a member, Seeker, for. It's because Seeker was with him all the way. Seeker was not a guy who leave Bob none at all, you know. That's why he ended up playing percussion around Bob because would be a song that Bob make. It, it, it was not a little pun, Seeker, while well, I'm playing the guitar in the corner, I'm have a little box or something, some old box or something, when play some very nice percussion. And it's not record to record, you know. It's just when Baba make a song, he would have oh, a chant with him, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And I can remember that. Personally, I also can remember that Rita Marley and Bob Marley really got married. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that 100% too. Can I remember the evening when they all get married, say, the whole of the, whole of the artists, them now, we passed the yard. That was up by Greenwich Road, no? Uh -huh. Greenwich Park Road, or some up by the Calvary, right? Uh huh. Yeah, and you know? And all of us used to leave from studio together and, walk and go by a brother named Dago and sing together. If you ever hear the whole of us sing together, man, it's something else, you know? Peter Touch, Rita Man, and all of us would get together. But I remember the first time I met Bob doing now. The first time I ever met Bob was when the whole of us really young, you know? Before even tell the guy make up back a while years me when he just come from country. You understand? Uh-huh. I met him in him of this big soul here. And oh. it was it was it was brown. It wasn't black his hair. It was brown. You know? Uh-huh. And I I remember that Ebenezer Church. You know that Ebenezer Church there? Yes. With that step, high step there at the back. Uh-huh. I remember he's up there in Sidon. When I just knew him, and I walk up there too, and all I was playing the guitar and singing, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah, and from there, him, after a while, I didn't see him, you know, until I hear that Joey did have them and thing, you know. And That's I used to work on French town, and all of us used to associate, you know, together as friends. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just after, you know, funny, money is a funny thing. Because sometimes you start making money, you know, it, it, it wake up so much nice things, you know? <laughs> but you get independent and go far apart. Sometimes when you broke it better because you get things clean and clear at all. Because <laughs> 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 that wake up, you know? So everybody got them all way now, you know? Yes. After a while, man, take up different, you know, kind of philosophies and 
on stats. You know, and you, you don't see each other no more. You remember Bob as a performer? Both way. All right. Both way, I remember him. Can't sing. You see what Bob do? When Baba, when Baba express theme kind of music and the lyrics, you see, Bobby's a man is, is, is really Jamaica, Bobby, that deal with you now. The down to earth, patois thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but the message that he was singing in this patois farm, the Almighty, who him give thanks to, make these words come out so plain to other nations all over the world, you know? That we have to say respect and honor to Bob Marley. You know what I mean? Bob, Bob, no man can't deny Bob greatest. I mean, I talk about no money now. Couple of people talk about Bob just chewing money, you know. So I look on them things, man. They may really know the person. And when I'm showing them have money, and your money, man, say, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. And, and, and I also know Bob as a crude person who you can't just run and get into. As you like, we you know, for mouth business, about yes, boss, and yes, soup. I cannot know him stay away the two ways. I'm going to run with people, find him with them things. I have to come to him more deep. No ism schism, eh? Eh? No ism schism. No ism schism, Bob, no, no, that. Cause the last time I, I remember, I met Bob really close. Close, you know. He's one day over Boys Town. Well, we watch football, you know? Yes. And my brother in law gets shot. You know, some thief going to his beef shop, the meat shop, uh -huh. shoot him. And while I was over Boy Stone, some people carried a message to me. And his back with that theme Capri, him like a brown Capri there. Yes, I remember that. And, uh, right. And his as him dropped me by Cook Street. Come here, show him, say, boy, I want to man, them don't shoot me. My brother and I'm back, just said, I said, I'm going to reach across here, and I'm back. And him hesitate, him just said, well, come now. You know what I mean? And him dropped me off of my sister, because my sister was man, you know? Yeah. And that's one of the closest time again. And I remember one time I go by Tough Gang again and, and saw him, but we, we wasn't that close to that after a period, you know? Yeah. Just by show business. Man to man is so unjust. Children, you don't know who to trust. Your worst enemy could be your best friend. And your best friend, your worst enemy. Some will eat and drink with you.
clap, clap, clap.